With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Redestine tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome in, podcast listeners. We have got a loaded show for you. I hope you're all having a fantastic Friday. We got Frank Isola. We have got Joe Kinsey. And we've got comedian Nate Bargatsky, who just released a great Netflix special that I know many of you will enjoy. Uh, all of that rolling your direction. We talk about Chris Beard to Texas, Roy Williams leaving, uh, retiring after 33 years as a head coach. All of that headed your direction. It's the Outkick podcast. Also encourage you to get your bets in now. You bet $5, and if Gonzaga beats UCLA, you get back $200. That's $5 to get back $200, 40 to 1 payout. FanDuel.com slash Clay is where you sign up for that. The Outkick podcast begins now. Outkick the coverage with Clay Travis live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Frank Isola is going to join us in the next segment. And then we're going to talk with comedian Nate Bargatsky, who's got a Netflix special up. Uh, We did a wins and losses discussion with him that spiraled uh, out of a Thursday night interview. We're going to play some cuts from that. I think you're really going to enjoy it. And Joe Kinsey, the woke bracket challenge is up on OutKick. And we are into our final four there, mirroring the final four in the country. And we've got a doozy of a battle going on. Uh, we have got Darren Ravel going head-to-head with Dan Wolken, And we have got Jamel Hill going at it with Keith Olbermann, who is going to win the title of wokest member of the sports media. You can go vote and find out. It looks like Darren Ravel is going to advance to the championship game. And I would bet that he's going to advance against Jamel Hill. That's how I would break that down. We're going to talk about that with Joe Kinsey. Lots of fun. Uh, associated with that story. Uh, But in terms of college basketball and the way everything is breaking down, it's interesting. I told you you need to be careful 
because news could happen at any point on April Fool's Day, but you might not be able to believe what is actually being told to you, whether or not it is true. And we had two big stories in the world of college basketball that had nothing to do with the Final Four. Roy Williams steps down after 33 years, and also Chris Beard is going to go to Texas. And we'll be unpacking those a little bit later. But when both of those stories happen, I immediately thought these can't be real. Dub, I don't know if you had the same reaction that I did. I saw him and I was like, ah, you're not going to get me. It's April Fool's. I don't know why people choose to put out actual news on April Fool's. But when I saw Roy Williams, I was like, I'm not sending anything out about this. And, and I actually went to the North Carolina basketball website to see if they had posted a goodbye to Roy Williams because I was like, I don't believe it because it's on Twitter. Were you similar to me? Were you like, wow, that's kind of stunning news? Yeah, I agree with you. That was my very first reaction. And then I saw Adam Schefter tweet about it. And then I saw yeah. a link from UNC's website. So I was like, yeah. okay, well, I guess this is actually real. It is uh, really interesting that uh, that he decided to step down now. And it leaves open what you could arguably say. I was thinking about this uh, after I saw the Roy Williams news yesterday. I was like, what are right now the five best jobs in college basketball? Not like necessarily the top 10 but what are the five best jobs? Because a lot of people were talking about this in the context of Indiana. Because Indiana, uh, the thought was, oh, they're going to go hire Brad Stevens, right? Indiana basketball fans were like, hey, we're going to make a big hire. There was a high level of expectation. And then they go get a former Bob Knight player in Mike Woodson, which is fine. But it's not like that was a hire that would make you think, oh, this is unbelievable. And so when I saw the news on Roy Williams, I was like, okay, let's pretend. And obviously Chris Beard going to Texas, which is a perennial kind of sleeping giant, I would say. If you were the greatest college basketball coach ever and you had a job draft and you could sit back and say, hey, what is the best overall job in college basketball? How would you break down the top five? I was like, oh, that's kind of an interesting question. And so I jotted down these five schools, and I'm curious what the response would be. And by the way, people always get upset when you rank jobs. This is my idea, completely objective, right? Like Mark Few is at Gonzaga, and he seems wildly happy there. Mark Few, I guarantee you, I really do believe this, if he wanted to be the coach of UNC, he could call right now, and he would get the job at UNC. I don't think there's any doubt. Um, but I don't think that he wants to leave because he loves the lifestyle that he has at with the Zags. And that's perfectly fine. So in my mind, I really do think right now, I think UNC is the best job in college basketball. And what do I base that on? It is the, the, the sort of the foundation of interest in college basketball is higher, I would say, in the state of North Carolina than anywhere else, right? NC State has a tremendous program. Duke has a tremendous program. UNC has a tremendous program. You have the Michael Jordan connection. You have the history of Dean Smith and now Roy Williams. You have the family connection at UNC where there's a strong support structure. And I know it didn't work for Bill Guthridge, and I know it didn't work for Matt Doherty uh, necessarily. But there is something to, I think, that Carolina basketball lineage that transcends many other jobs in college basketball right now. So in my mind, 
I don't think it's crazy at all to say, hey, UNC is right now the best job in college basketball. Now, that doesn't mean necessarily that they're going to get the best coach to fill that job, but I think UNC is the best job right now in all of college basketball. What's the second best job? I actually think it is probably Kentucky because they are obsessed with basketball in Kentucky. Now, why would I say that UNC is a better job than Kentucky? Because it's got a better recruiting base, right? Even though basketball recruiting is national. And also, I think there's less of a mercenary relationship at UNC compared to at Kentucky. And so, if you were looking at that, John Calipari has come in and won at a very high level, but Billy Gillespie was a disaster, by and large, at Kentucky. Uh, There have been many coaches over the years who maybe that job was a little bit too big for because of all the different attention that was foisted upon them. So I've got UNC one, I've got Kentucky two. In the third spot, I would say Kansas. Historically, if you look at the winningest programs that have ever existed, to me, you have to consider long-range uh, you know, winning programs. And Kansas, I know, Bill Self, year after year, uh, has always been able to stack everything together. So I have got uh, I have got Kansas as the third best job. And it's probably not a surprise, by the way, that the three teams that I have, one, two, and three, are actually one, two, and three in all-time wins. Kentucky has the most wins all-time in college basketball. Kansas has the second most. North Carolina has the third most. In the fourth spot, I would put UCLA. And then in the fifth spot, I would put Duke. Those would be, to me, the five best jobs, and you could maybe reconfigure the order, but those are the five best jobs in college basketball, in my opinion. We will see how exactly UNC does filling the big shoes of Roy Williams. When we come back, we're going to be joined by Frank Isola at the Frank Isola on Twitter. I think you guys will enjoy that conversation as we dive into everything Final Four. Also, Deshaun Watson involved, all that and more. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. What's up, everyone? It's me, three-time NFL All-Pro Sean Marion. And I have a new sports podcast called the Lights Out Podcast with Sean Marion. This podcast is special to me as I get a chance to talk to some of the best who've ever done it on the field or the track. So whether it's talking to a Super Bowl champion or a NASCAR Cup Series champion, the Lights Out Podcast will bring it to you the only way I know how to. I'm giving you the best insight from the best who's ever done it. Listen to Lights Out with Sean Merriman on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield 
windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service, they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away, and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my! Look at that! He is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win! Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Toyo tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerack.com sports to see their toyo test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerack.com sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be uh, I know you live in New York, and I know you've been in that area for a long time, Frank. Did it feel – I know it's still cold over much of the country uh, for the start of Major League Baseball, but with crowds back in the stands basically everywhere, does it feel like 
things are changing for the better in a fairly rapid fashion as it pertains to sports. We got a 162 game season uh, in vintage Mets form. Their opener was not allowed to be played because of COVID, although it wasn't the Mets fault. It was uh, the fault of the, uh, the nationals to the extent that it's anybody's fault. Uh, but it did feel like across pretty much all of major league baseball to me. Anyway, it felt very normal again. Yeah, and, you know, the way the weather had been up here, there were a couple of days we had great weather, like, you know, in the 60s. And then it was supposed to be a rainy day today. I guess in the morning it wasn't that good, and they were worried about the Yankee game. But that ended up going off. And, you know, it was a beautiful day up in the Bronx. And to see fans back in the stadium, and, you know, I heard John Sterling on the radio call talking about, you know, when the pitcher had two strikes on him, what it was like to have the – or when the pitcher, you know, had the batter with two strikes, standing up and clapping – you know, they didn't get that at all last year in New York. And you have to understand, too, you know, you're in college football land down there. Up here, obviously big NFL, but baseball dominates for, for so long. And especially this year with the Yankees are considered favorites and the Mets have the new owner who just shelled out 140 whatever it was million dollars to Francisco Lindor. So Mets fans are all fired up. Yankee fans are fired up. It, it's a big deal, big deal. And to finally get people back, in the stadium, it's, yeah, I get it, it's still on a, a small percentage. I think it was 20% today. But, you know, you got to figure over the next few months, it'll keep getting bigger. And it's, it, you could just tell it feels like things are getting back to normal. We're talking Frank Isola at the Frank Isola. Uh, so we've got that going on. The, the NCAA tournament, we, I talked about this earlier on the, uh, earlier this week on the show, that I thought it was probably a failure of sports media in general there aren't very many teams that ever get to the Final Four undefeated. In fact, uh, when I did research on this, UNLV, which I'm sure you remember, that was one of the most fun teams to ever watch or cover fan uh, media, I bet, 90 and 91. 91 going for the back-to-back. Kentucky in 2015, uh, the Zags now in this year. Every Both of those teams lost, and then obviously Indiana in 1976. This is an incredible story, and if I compare it to the way that UNLV and Kentucky were covered, you couldn't escape that story of an undefeated college basketball season. I feel like the Zags have just kind of snuck up on everybody. We really, as a group in the media, didn't talk about them very much. Yeah, and I think you know Kentucky being Kentucky, that probably had something to do with it. We, of course, we're all deprived of not getting a chance to see them play uh, Duke at all in the national championship game. But, you know, UNLV had come off a championship. Even though it's a small conference, it was a nationally known team. And, of course, Indiana with Bob Knight. But I, I think you're right, though, about Gonzaga. I mean, what? first of all, they're so much fun to watch. I, I'm rooting and for them. And they've got stars. You know, it's not like this oh. is a team that has no – I mean, they've got a bunch of NBA guys on that team. They've got some, uh, some swag, some you know pop, some panache in the way that they play. I mean – And and I understand they play late on the West Coast, and I think that factored in a little bit. But usually an undefeated team, no matter what the sport is, or a team chasing some form of excellence in the NFL, obviously the 72 Dolphins in uh, in the NBA, the the Bulls, the 72-win Bulls team that eventually the Warriors eclipsed. I mean, you couldn't escape that story forever, and I still feel like there's not that many people talking about it. Well... I, and I think what had you know I think the way that college basketball kind of treated this season, when if there was a positive test, they were they were you know shutting down for a week or two weeks. So yeah. the regular season 
never really got the buzz that it usually gets. And I think Duke and Kentucky and even North Carolina not having great years, maybe that had something to do with it. You didn't really get like those featured matchups. So, you know, we always have an East Coast bias. So are we really seeing Gonzaga that much when we live here? No. And it's, that, that, that doesn't take away from how good they are. Again, I'd love to see them win because I want to see all the arguing starting, you know, comparing them to the Indiana team and then people saying, well, they, they won in a bubble, whatever the case may be. But I'm hoping they win two more games and go undefeated. I think, how about the job that Mark Few has done? I mean, come yeah. on, man. I mean, to do that job, he's built a powerhouse out there. Yeah, I mean, and, and the, uh, the amount of excellence and how long he has continued it, I mean, it is, uh, it is absolutely incredible, really, to uh, – and, and I feel like this, this Zags team is just so likable, right? I mean, they're fun. They play at a high pace. You know, you think about, like, let's talk about the most recent champion prior to the Zags. I, I'm not taking nothing away from UVA. They really, under Tony Bennett, really do play kind of a grinded-out style. And it's sometimes hard to enjoy that, much like while I enjoy a close game, it wasn't like it was beautiful basketball between Michigan and uh, and UCLA uh, to go to the Final Four, yeah. the final game, right? But when you watch the Zags yeah. play, the way they move the ball, the, the, the quality of shot they take, uh, they are one of the most explosive offensive teams we've seen in a long time, and they run that offense so seamlessly. And I think Virginia being playing the way that they played, the way you explained it, you know, it kind of lent itself to them being the, the first number one to get knocked up by a 16 seed. There was no way that was going to happen to Gonzaga. Now, they could lose. They could have lost in the second round, obviously, or the Sweet 16 in the final eight. But, you, you know, this is a team that was down double digits in their conference championship game against BYU and won the game by double digits. I think now it's either 26 or 27, not just straight wins, straight double-digit wins. Yeah. I mean, that, that is off the charts to be able to do that. And I watched the way they played, even against Oklahoma, and the point guard for Oklahoma was playing really well. And never once did they get kind of rattled. They just kind of keep playing the way that they play. And how about the kid Drew Timmy, the big kid with yeah. the mustache? He cracks me up. And obviously, Shug is a big-time player. And then uh, Kispert, is, uh, Kispert is excellent. So they, it's just a fun team. But 26, 27 in a row, double-digit wins, that's off the charts. We're talking to Frank Isola at the Frank Isola. You can listen to him on Sirius XM, watch him on ESPN. Uh, okay, let's go to the NFL for a moment. Obviously, we got the, the games going on. Well, before I go to the NFL, I can't remember it happening. And, Dub, you can think about this as well. Chris Beard going in-state, in-conference, with no in, inter, you know sort of intermediary job. I can't remember anyone ever doing that before, right? So if you are a Texas Tech fan right now and you are listening to me this morning, I, I mean, I can understand how you could just be fulminating with, with, with rage uh, as a sports fan over not only leaving Texas Tech, which is tough because they were in the championship game against that UVA uh, team that I just mentioned a moment ago, but also kind of going to the big brother franchise in the state, going to Austin this is just, I feel like in many ways, a slap in the face and one that we typically don't see any coach do. Again, probably the best analogy in college basketball was Rick Pitino going from Kentucky to Louisville, but he yeah. did it with a job in between. I think he was the head uh, coach of the Celtics. And also, those are different conferences at least, so it's not like he was going uh, inside of the conference. That's a small thing probably to Kentucky fans, but to me it makes arguably from a, you know, sort of analyzing the perspective angle, 
arguably what Chris Beard did is much worse than what Rick Pitino did. Yeah, wasn't it Steve Fisher who replaced Bill Frieder, who took over at Arizona State while the season was still going on? And that's when Bo Schembechler said, I want a Michigan guy coaching the team. I don't want some guy who's taking a job, and he, and he ended up getting rid of him. I think if you're Texas Tech, you know, here you were two years ago when you played Virginia in the national championship game. You had a really good chance, obviously, to win the championship. And it looked like he was building a great program there. Now, he was the student manager at Texas when Tom yeah. Penders was the coach. So I think I'm always of the belief, and I think I agree with you, if I'm a fan of Texas Tech, if I'm the athletic director, people in the administration, I'm a little bummed out because it's kind of like, I guess, you know, Texas is bigger than we are because our basketball coach wants to go there. But if your heart isn't in it, well, what are you supposed to do? It's, I don't blame anybody for taking the job. It just doesn't happen very I, often. Yeah. No, I agree. I also, at that point, it's almost like I wouldn't want him anymore. It's like, if that's his dream job, is he really going to be all in on this program? And I always say this. When you watch these games, like you see the coach of Oral Roberts when they win, one of the reasons why the coaches are celebrating, and I know that they're happy for the program, they're happy for the school, they're happy for their kids, but you cannot tell me a lot of these guys aren't thinking, how great is this for Cha-ching. me? Cha-ching. And, yeah. you know, and you know there was a point for Chris Beard. Come, so come on. It all just so happens. It just comes out that Shaka Smart, is out, you know, takes the more catch up. Obviously, he knew he was probably going to be out at Texas, and Chris Beard is the guy. You know, agents are always talking to these administrators. These administrators are talking to coaches. This stuff was probably emotional. He probably knew. I think once he went to the national championship game, he probably knew that he was in line, and that was his dream job, and that's the one that he got. You had to keep your head on a swivel on uh, April Fool's Day. So when I saw the news that Roy Williams was retiring, my first thought was, this is some sort of April Fool's Day prank. I mean, that's just the way I always think when you get unexpected news in the world of sports or anywhere else uh, on, uh, on a day like that. And so, 33 years for Roy Williams. He's been incredibly successful, obviously, at UNC, multiple championships, a lot of wins at Kansas as well, and that decision that he had to make that was difficult to leave Kansas and go to UNC. Uh, what do you think UNC should do? Like, uh, I mean, this is a... This is a unbelievably talented they had the difficulty of replacing dean smith bill guthridge i think was uh, the yep, guy who yep. came in and then matt in doherty long time ex- assistant and then they had matt doherty and then they finally said hey we got to reconcile and solve this issue and they went and got roy williams and you know for better or worse he's pretty much had unc at the very top of the college basketball uh, landscape pretty much since he got there yeah and i think you know so are they going to keep it you know, in the in-house. family, so to speak, yeah. which is what they did the last two times. Bill Guthridge was obviously an assistant coach under Dean Smith. And then Matt Doherty, you know who Matt Doherty got the blessing from was Michael Jordan. Because that yeah. was Michael Jordan's teammate, and he really pushed for Matt Doherty. So what's going to happen now is this, this will be the pressure for the administration there. You're going to get a lot of influential Carolina people, whether they're not you know ex-players or just big-time alums, who are going to be pushing kind of, you know, make it, uh, you know, a Carolina hire. Now, I don't know, you know, Hubert Davis has been on that bench. Could it be him? Could it be Jerry Stackhouse, who who's coaching at Vanderbilt? And I understand the record of Vanderbilt isn't great, but I talked to Jerry about it. You know, I mean, that's your part, neck of the woods. You know, when you're recruiting kids from Vanderbilt, you, the first thing you have to ask them is, how are your SAT scores? Because they're just not letting anybody in the, school I, down there. I don't there. think there's any, expect- any doubt, by the way, that when Jerry Stackhouse took that job at Vanderbilt, in many ways, a lot of people said, if he does well, then he will be the next guy at UNC. He hasn't done that yeah. well. He had, I mean, he's now yeah, two I, years, I, that, and he took that, over a winless yeah, team. Yeah. And so I think that's the challenge there. 
But he was, you know, he also recruited Kenyon Martin Jr., who committed to the school and decided to go play, I think, in China. He's had a couple of players like that. So, you know, he's really plugged in to the AAU scene, and he's yeah. plugged into the AAU scene in Carolina. Here's the thing about Jerry, and he's funny, because I did radio with him. He would he would come on with me every Friday. Yeah. And you know, Jerry bleeds Carolina blue, and he can't stand Duke. So yeah. if you ask him about Duke and Mike Krzyzewski, he's got no problem like kind of going off on them. He coached Brandon Ingram in AAU, and it was time for Brandon Ingram to decide on a college. He actually thought that Duke would be better for Brandon Ingram than any other place. So as much as Jerry has his rivalry with Duke, he thought for Brandon Ingram, a player that he was very close to, he kind of guided him towards Duke. So I think the fact that he's kind of has a foothold or a footprint in the kind of AAU scene in North Carolina is not the worst thing for him. And here's another thing too, Clay. He's, you know, a lot of these guys, they want, they think that, oh, I went to school there or I played, uh, you know, professionally for you. I should get a head coaching job. Jerry served as an assistant coach in Toronto, coached in the G League in Toronto, and now got the Vanderbilt job. So it wasn't like Jerry Stackhouse came in and I'm a big shot retired NBA player. Somebody give me a, a head coaching job. He didn't act like that at all. I don't think there's any doubt that the success of Jawan Howard has changed in many ways yeah, the, uh, the trajectory of how guys get jobs. Because, look, Penny Hardaway hasn't been a disaster, but he hasn't had sort of the – they won the NIT this year, but he's probably the most famous Memphis alum, uh, has built things, and obviously he had the issue with, uh, oh, the, the big man for, uh, for the Warriors who was the, the top pick that, that immediately Wiseman, got – James Wiseman. Yeah, yeah, that whole situation he never really got to benefit from because of uh, the NCAA issues, and then Wiseman just decided to sit out. And, uh, and now you look at what Jawan Howard has done, and, and every, every business in many ways is a, uh, is a copycat league, right? Like, oh, this works. Yep. Uber gets founded, and somebody's like, oh, we're going to do a version of that, and then you get Lyft, right? Like, whatever the business is. And right now, I think you have to look at Jawan Howard and say, man, through two years – He's been really successful, and so I do think the famous alum coach, and what you're pointing out is a good one, that Jerry Stackhouse has done different things. Now, the one thing I would say is my number one rule if I was an athletic director would be I don't want to hire anybody unless the guy I am hiring, if he's a head coach, the team that I'm hiring him away from is crushed that he's leaving. And I can just tell you that Vanderbilt, if Jerry Stackhouse got hired away – a lot of people at Vanderbilt would say, okay, I mean, good luck to Jerry Stackhouse wherever he goes. We'll go find somebody else. Uh, They're not going to be brokenhearted like Texas Tech is, for instance, on losing Chris Beard. Yeah, it's still an arms race, though, and it's still about getting the players. And at Carolina, it's just going to be a little bit easier to get players than it will at Vanderbilt. You know, the one thing, you know, you keep mentioning Jawan Howard, and it's such a good point because Jawan Howard, you know, he spent a lot of years serving on the coaching staff with Miami Heat. Yeah, and, you know, Miami, you know, they have a certain way of doing things, and Pat Riley has a certain way of doing things. And you're going to learn under Pat Riley, Eric Spolstra. I mean, I, I believe that Sean Howard was paying attention when he was there at Miami. So that, that's another – to your point, it wasn't just, hey, I'm an ex-player. Everybody should give me a job. No, 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 no. He put in his time. <laughs> you know, they, he comes with a lot of experience, maybe not the head coaching experience, but a heck of a lot of experience in terms of developing players and kind of developing a system and trying to establish a culture with the team. And that's what he's done in Michigan. Uh, okay, let's go to the Deshaun Watson story, which doesn't ever seem like it's going to end. And frankly, it may be dragging on for months and months and months into the future. Uh, do you believe or agree with me that there has been a lot of difficulty in how to cover this case 
because we won, there's not a lot of precedent for it, right? Like, uh, if you yeah. look at past quarterback legal controversies, they can be relatively not serious at all, but get a ton of legal attention, i.e. Tom Brady and Deflategate, by which I mean, when you really analyze what, all the money that was spent on legal fees, it doesn't seem like it was really ever that big of a deal, but they had you know millions and millions of dollars they ran up, uh, and then you've got serious issues involving quarterbacks. But the Tom Brady Deflate Gate thing was covered like it was Watergate, right? Uh, and then you had uh, you had everything that happened with Michael Vick and the dog fighting. You had Ben Roethlisberger back in the day having a couple of different allegations, one sexual assault investigation that took place. Uh, you had uh, the uh, the Jameis Winston in college. We could run through a lot of different lists quarterbacks in the nfl especially if they are star quarterbacks star quarterbacks in college in the same way get covered with a fine-tooth comb in a way that frankly other athletes typically do not and so i feel like in general there's been a lot of reticence about even trying to cover this case even though now that there's over 20 sexual assault accusers like this is maybe the most serious legal penalty that anybody has faced as a current athlete, maybe since Ray Lewis. Uh, I mean, I mean, really, when yeah. you think about Ray Lewis and the the double murder charges that he was investigated for and charged for, what do you attribute the reticence to? Yeah, maybe because right now it doesn't appear to be a criminal investigation. Maybe it'll get to that point, and there is a presumption of innocence. But you know, the one thing is, you, you, you know, it's one thing for there to be one, two, three. Now let's keep going. Five, six, seven. Now we're up to twenty-one. Do you really think there are 21 people conspiring? And I understand his lawyer, Rusty Harden, and people in New York know pretty well, because Rusty Harden was representing uh, Roger Clemens when he had all of his stuff with steroids and was up on Capitol Hill and you know uh, testifying in front of Congress or in front of the Senate. It, I, I think with, with a guy like Deshaun Watson, everybody wants to like him. And I, I get all that, but what happened to believe women and, and everything like that? Yeah, I, that's right. I, the, whole thing, the, the whole thing is a little confusing. I, I can't imagine... This is going to end well for him. And Rusty Harden, you know, coming out saying, you know, he's, he has testimony from 19 uh, other massage uh, masseuses who say, oh, he was very respectful and everything. I don't know if that's the way to go about this. There are 21 people. It's not just, I mean, think about if you were just the one accuser. I don't think yeah. anybody's going to believe you. But, but 21, that, that, and I'm telling you, Clay, I said this to you before. Uh, something never sat, it never sat right with me, the idea that he wanted to be traded. Yeah, we talked about that on the air. Yeah. $180 million contract. And I'm not saying I knew what was going on, but you can't tell me he made a, he might have had a feeling some of this stuff was coming down, and maybe his fiance was saying, like, listen, we got to get out of Houston. Maybe that, I'm just saying, maybe that played a part in it. I never heard of an athlete in any sport signing in a, a huge extension, crying at his press conference about how happy he was, and four months later, not a year later, four months later, wanting out. There was something always struck me as odd about that. Also, to me, what Rusty Harden, we talked about this yesterday on the show, Rusty Harden just confirmed that Deshaun Watson got an abnormal number of massages, right? Like, I think most people out there, when like, we now know in the last couple of years that 40 different women have given Deshaun Watson massages. And I'm not sure, I said yesterday, I'm not sure there's a single person that is listening to us right now anywhere in the country that has had 40 different women give them massages in their entire life, much less over a couple of years. And you know, (laughs) athletes are such creatures of habit that the idea, if you find a personal trainer that you love, 
you keep them for years or decades even to make sure because your body is your pay you know it's your meal ticket it's what makes you capable of making the money that you do and so you watch it you're fine-tuned incredibly the idea that these would be therapeutic massages where he's constantly bringing in women that he's never met before and allowing them to uh, to in some way touch him and like maneuver his muscles and his, it's, it's just it, it's never made sense yeah. to me and all that does is confirm that all these massages were taking place yeah, and I think that's probably why he's been pretty silent. Probably that's the best way to go about it. But to your point, you know, when I was covering the Knicks, Stephon Marbury had a personal masseuse in Arizona, and when he was playing for the Phoenix Suns, when he got traded to the Knicks, he had the Knicks hire this woman. Yeah, and I, I'm pretty sure Carmelo Anthony, LeBron James, like you know, you know, the, the high end players who make a ton of money will actually have their own masseuse traveling. Yeah, that's a, like to your point. Like when when they have somebody that they feel confident in, and they feel like this person helps them a recover and also get ready for a game. They don't they don't start going through like you know a dozen people like the Sean Watson was doing. They have one person, and that person they stick with. Yeah, it's outstanding. Uh, good stuff as always, Frank Isola. Have a fantastic weekend. Enjoy the games. Enjoy Major League Baseball being back, and we'll talk to you again soon. Yeah, baseball's back. Take care, Clay. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts? You know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. 
like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of general tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerack.com sports to see their general tires test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerack.com sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be well, obviously, we got the Final Four going on Saturday and then the National Championship game on Monday. But Thursday, around middle part of the day, we got double boom news there. Roy Williams retiring after 33 years as the head coach of UNC. And then right after that, Texas officially announcing that they were hiring Chris Beard away from Texas Tech. And both of those news stories happen on April Fool's and on yesterday's show I was like hey just so you know be careful what you believe because there's so much chaos out there in these internet streets especially around April Fool's it's almost impossible to know what is and what is not going to end up being true and so we've got Chris Beard to Texas and if you had to break down each of those scenarios and be like, hey, which one of these stories do you feel like is a more substantial one? I think Chris Beard to Texas. Now, Roy Williams, we know the difficulty that UNC had after legendary basketball coach Dean Smith decided to retire in terms of bringing in Bill Guthridge, who was his top assistant, and then Matt Doherty. That didn't really work out very well. And then Roy Williams kind of righted the ship and UNC has been dominant under his stewardship basically since then. But to me, Chris Beard leaving Texas Tech and going in-state to a rival program in conference is something that, frankly, you never see happen. And so I can understand why Texas Tech fans are up in arms and feel like this is a form of betrayal because they gave him a monster contract He had them in the national title game two years ago. He talked, said all the right things about how he wanted to build a big-time program that won at an elite level and how he wanted to be there for a long time. And then Texas comes open, and I feel like this is sort of the deep-seated fear that Texas Tech fans have in general is that at some point, if they are successful, somebody will come hire away their guy And frankly, I don't begrudge people taking better opportunities in their careers, no matter what you do for a living. But it is, I think, fairly significant 
that we can't even point to anybody ever making a decision like this before. And again, the one that a lot of people would point to is Rick Pitino at Louisville, but he went to Boston in between the Celtics in between that gig. And also, at least Louisville was a different conference. Now, I know it's a major rival of Kentucky and look, Benedict Patino, and when Patino went back into Rupp Arena, it was a crazy scene. But in the grand scheme of things, we've never seen anything like this. And and I think that Chris Beard will win at a high level at Texas. And since Texas fired Rick Barnes, they brought in Shaka Smart, who they were convinced would win at a high level. And then he never won them an NCAA tournament game. And then he feels like the seat's getting warm. And so he bails and he goes up to Marquette. But man, if you know the state of Texas and the deep-seated hate, in a good way, by the way, that schools like Baylor and A&M and Texas Tech and Houston, to some extent, have for the University of Texas and the way that Texas kind of looms as over everyone, right, in terms of attention, in terms of their, their sports program, to decide to go from Texas Tech to Texas without any stop in between, there is a lot of bitterness right now all over the state of Texas if you're a Red Raider fan. And if you're a Longhorn, I think you feel like you got a definite win. And it's one of those scenarios where not only have you potentially devastated and inside of uh, your conference foe, but in-state, you've now got a guy, I think, in Chris Beard, who the standard now is the expectation Final Four National Championship. If you've already been to the Final Four, and granted, Shaka Smart took VCU to the Final Four as an 11 seed, much like UCLA back in the day, but if you've already been to the Final Four and you've already been to the championship game at Texas Tech, Chris Beard, I think, has to presume that he can take Texas Longhorn basketball to the proverbial next level. Rick Barnes took Texas to the Final Four once, so he got there but he wasn't able to sustain the same level of success in the regular season in March Madness. And by the way, to a certain extent, that same storyline has been true at the University of Tennessee for Rick Barnes. Texas fired Rick Barnes because they said, hey, you can't get us to the next level because you don't win enough when you get to the postseason in uh, college basketball. And so they fired him. They brought in Chaka Smart. He actually had less success in the postseason than Rick Barnes. Rick Barnes went to Tennessee, got Tennessee, spent a month at number one, has gotten Tennessee all the way up to the two seed, gotten him to the Sweet 16, but he hasn't been able to kick the door down at Tennessee and get back to uh, the Elite Eight or the Final Four for the first time in program history either. So I feel like if you are a Longhorn fan, you have to be pretty ecstatic about this hire. If you're a Texas Tech fan, I think you can deservedly be incredibly upset about uh, the way that all of this has shaken down. So uh, when we come back top of the second hour, we will talk uh, a bit more about the Final Four and also the Outkick Woke Final Four, which Joe Kinsey is going to join us to talk about. By the way, Nate Bargatsky scheduled to join us in the third hour. He's got a great Netflix special up. Huge sports fan uh, from my neck of the woods in Nashville. Go watch his uh his Netflix special just came out a couple of weeks ago. Uh, he is scheduled to join us in the third hour of the program. All that's still rolling your way. Go sign up for the Outkick podcast, Clay Travis or Outkick, wherever podcasts are. You search it out. You can go give us five stars. 
Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying, flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on!